Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here. Pam joins me today. And of course, it is Wednesday. So that means what? You know, listener questions. Today, we get some great questions about where to go for a great meal the night before the Be Our Guest podcast cruise with the family in July. Do you do Steakhouse 71 or do you go to Hoop De Do Review? I have a definite idea on that. So we'll talk about that. What about a great pre-Thanksgiving meal with a cast member daughter? You're going to go down and visit your daughter at Walt Disney World, who's a cast member. What's a great place you can go to avoid the craziness of the crowds around Thanksgiving to have a meal? We have some suggestions there. Also, a special activity you can do for a 70th birthday celebration at Walt Disney World. Solo touring tips for somebody headed down for the holidays at Walt Disney World. This and much more coming your way on today's show. As always, today's podcast is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all of your Disney trip planning needs, whether it's the Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing vacation. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible, and our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to get in on that, we'd love to have you. Come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2154 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you are having a tremendous week. Hope you're, uh, you know, getting all the business done that you do in your everyday life, whether it's at the office or in the classroom or out on the streets, if you are somebody who was a uh, police officer, fire uh, fireman, firewoman, uh, somebody who is out there just taking care of business in the community, whatever you're doing, I hope your job is going well. And if you're a student, hope the school year is continuing to go well for you. So uh, let's make today fun with some great listener questions. Joining me as always, we have Pam Forrester. She is the co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel up in Pittsburgh area. What's up, Pam? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. I'm still coming down off of the D23 high of all the different announcements. I, It is sort of like uh, the Super Bowl for Disney fans. And in a way, in a way, like lots of good stuff to look forward to. Um, lots of things to stay in the know about. Yeah, there's lots of comparisons between D23 and sports because, again, you know, Disney fan and sports fan, those are kind of my two... Uh, <laughs> two lanes that I tend to drive in yes. and the best, the, the, the common thread that I have found is, so I was working during, during the parks panel, uh, you know, when that was all going on, but the best place to watch anything that's happening in like foot college football and like the D 23 expo, just watch the reactions on social media, especially Twitter, like that, you know, in 280 comments or less for one thing, it, people like the hot takes, I mean, they're flaming hot at the moment. So, 
it's even better than than watching any kind of stream live for D23 or watching the game. You got to have a device in your hand just to see how stupid the head coach is, the offensive coordinator, <laughs> or the the CEO of a company, right? I mean, it's like are the Imagineers. I mean, people are hot. You know, there are some people that are super excited. You got to like that, you know. But it's like in the moment, man. Hot takes. <laughs> That's what I got out of the whole weekend. I I think uh, you know what they say about opinions. First of all, and. <laughs> And I love, I like to get excited with someone. So when someone's excited about something, hey, if Josh tomorrow is excited about something, who am I to take that away from him, right? I, I'm like, you're right, Josh. That does sound really awesome. Now that you're describing it to me, no. I mean, I, I like all I like all of that. I, I think about the Imagineers that have been thinking about whatever for years, right? Likely before we even heard about it. I think about the the guests that will be super excited about different things that were announced and the people who aren't as excited i probably don't pay as much attention to that um you know because it's just everyone's entitled to their opinion for sure but i i don't know we can be negative later we have lots of years for some of oh, these yeah. to develop into something it's you know it's great for disney podcast because it gives us lots to talk about and that's what we're going to talk about on friday so ricky's going to join us we're going to have a discussion we'll talk about the new disney treasure the the cruise ship the one following the wish and how we're going to be able to go to australia south pacific right. how awesome is that we'll talk about that you have a little Big Hero 6 right there behind you in your office. I do. <laughs> so we'll talk about the retheming of uh, Pacific Wharf at DCA and what that might mean for that. Disneyland really hit the jackpot. How um, Well, we just got a lot to talk about on Friday. So if you want a little you know, reaction after a few days to the D23 Parks panel, come back on Friday. And, of course, tomorrow on the replay from Sunday Night's Live call-in, we had lots of great callers. I mean, in the moment because – the parks panel had just happened. I opened up the phone lines at my own peril. No, it was fine. Nobody, I didn't take anybody throwing fits. So it was great. You know, I've learned because I sports talk radio gets crazy. I don't have a bleep button on our phone system because I'm cheap. So yeah, no, so you're going to get lots of D23 talk Thursday and Friday. So we're going to get to list of questions right now. Let's kick it off here with one in the inbox. It says holiday solo trip. It's from Emily. She's in a state called Pennsylvania, so uh, I don't know about that. She's in the Keystone State there. You might know of that one, Pam. says, hey, BOGP crew, congratulations to Ricky. Ricky did. She passed her driving test. Uh, No, actually, she's going to have a baby. I will be traveling down to the world the week after Thanksgiving for a fabulous three-day solo trip. I will uh, get to go to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, but would love your help. What would be the ideal solo agenda during the holidays? I'm staying at the Polynesian, and I'm an annual pass holder. Love the show. Thanks for the ideas. Emily. All right, so she's going to the Christmas party already. She's going the week after Thanksgiving, and she's staying at the Poly. So let's give her just a few ideas of what to do. First of all, the loop around. You got to go to the Grand Floridian next door. I mean, obviously. Got a gingerbread house will be there. The Victorian Christmas decorations, swing through. What I would do is swing through the Contemporary, catch a boat to Wilderness Lodge, check that out. You got to go to the Wilderness Lodge at Christmas. Have to. Maybe have a meal at Whispering. You're, you're solo, but I mean, I don't mind dining places solo. Whispering Canyon's always fun. You could have a, like a lunch there if you want to do a full-on dinner. Maybe just eat at Roaring Fork or Geyser Point would be even better, I think. So that's kind of a start for that area to kind of knock that out. But what else, Pam? 
there's I mean, there's so much about the holidays that I love. And, um, you know, Mike set you on your way there with um, doing that monorail loop and checking out the different decorations at each of the resorts. I mean, those are some of the great ones on the monorail there with the Polynesian and the Grand Floridian. Um, you know, the Grand Floridian has that awesome gingerbread house where you can go and check that out. They do great decorating too. And that tree, like how tall is that tree? It's humongous. It's at least 12 but, feet. No, it's probably 112. <laughs> but the, I think the other things too, that I really enjoy um, are the, the resorts over at the um, Epcot area. Um, and you can easily get to them. If you're planning a day at Epcot, you can just walk out to Yacht Beach Club and see both of those. You'll also be able to hit the boardwalk. Um, and, you know, another thing now with the Skyliner is you can take the Skyliner from the back of Epcot and head over to the Riv or Caribbean Beach, knock those out as well. But in addition to everything that you can see at the resorts, um, you know, we also enjoy Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. And I, I think that that's something you may want to consider. Even yeah, she's though you're going... she said, yeah, she's going to that. So she's in. Oh, okay. Yeah, so how did tickets. I miss this part? Yeah, like, well, I'm just, like, yeah, must she's have in. Been in. Yeah, no, she's got it. Yeah, she's good. <laughs> All right. So you're going to enjoy that, too. I think even whether even if you're alone, it doesn't matter. There's so many things and you're going to want to see the shows and the fireworks and all of that. Um, and look at some of the holiday merchandise. I mean, they put out some great stuff for the holidays. There's some decor that I think can fit into just about anyone's house um, there. So pick yourself up something special. You deserve it. One other thing I would say solo. <clears throat> now, I don't know if you're a runner, but if you are, this would give an opportunity because you're staying at the Polynesian. You could get over there pretty easily. And even if you're not, if you could just take a walk through Fort Wilderness, because we're hitting that time of the year where Fort Wilderness is awesome with the holiday decorations. I'm talking both Halloween, but especially Christmas. And I've done this a few times. We've done this actually as a podcast group. We've actually, with with big groups, we've rented out the big uh, horse-drawn carriages. Like It's like a wagon. I mean, it held like 30 people, I think. It was huge. And we rented out like three of them at a time because we all did hoop-de-doo. And but before that, we rented out the wagon and took a loop of the, you know, the holiday decorations yeah. around all the campers yeah. and stuff. And it is awesome because everybody has the inflatables and the Christmas lights and the signs. And I mean, it's like going through a little portable community, how everybody does it up. And I would think that's something, you know, to do just to, it's unusual. And it's it's a break from all the hustle and bustle of like the Christmas party and being in the theme parks. If you can swing it, because you're already at the Polynesian, all you got to do is get over to the Contemporary, catch a boat, and you can walk through there and, you know, grab something at Trails End or, you know, Crockett's Tavern. Make it, you know, make an afternoon or early evening of it. That, that's what I would say, too. Yeah, over to the um, to the Magic Kingdom, they'll be able to get a boat. Because they haven't, I don't, they're not doing those oh, routes. The yes, yeah. I know. So, but just to the Magic Kingdom, that'll be just as easy. Um to do there but yeah I, I think that's a great idea and I, I am always like these people are impressive the no people kidding. that I know it's better than my house I know way better than my house I'm like dude you're kidding this is a campsite 
Seriously. And some of these people do not have huge campers. No. And I always think, what percentage of your camper was taken up by right. um, the decorations that you brought? Yeah, like, which but. kid has to stay home so we can bring the seventh, <laughs> you know, inflatable uh, Homer Simpson dressed like Santa? You know, I know. Uh, this is like hashtag goals, I'm just saying. <laughs> In this space, I can see this wanting to... Um, you know, do this in my retirement at some point. It's my, it's my aesthetic. I know some people are like in a mid-century modern, like really cool looking <laughs> stuff. No, gaudy Christmas and RVs, boom. I mean, that's Christmas vacation. Oh, totally, man. This is Mike in the Midwest times 10. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Jessica's got a question here. She says, we're trying to choose between Steakhouse 71 and Hoop-de-Doo Review. And then she follows mm. up. My son loves steak. By the way, just aside, I got to tell you that I think I was talking to you about this. Sorry, Jessica, I got to throw this in. <laughs> we went to Texas Roadhouse as we do on Saturday nights. We do pretty often. I told, I think I was talking to you. I usually get chicken critters. I got, I got a, I got a steak this Saturday night just because somebody was giving me a hard time about. I go to Texas Roadhouse and I never get a steak. I got a sirloin, so I just, I almost took a picture, but I didn't. So just, so everybody knows. <laughs> I for uh, for one time I didn't get chicken at Texas Roadhouse. I actually got a steak at Texas Roadhouse, and it was yummy. It was on, there were onions on top of it too. It was really tasty. Anyway, <laughs> back to Jessica's question because I bet it's better at Steakhouse Seventy One. Anyway, says my son loves steak, but we always wanted to see Hoopty Doo, and it's back now. Recommendations: How could we um, get to either one from Wilderness Lodge? This will be dinner on our arrival night before leaving for the BOGP cruise. Yes. So they're going to be sailing with us. That's going to be awesome. Oh, my gosh. Remember the first BOGP cruise when I got sick after we ate at Wilderness Lodge? I'm just saying. I ended up in a wheelchair. I had to lie. It was so hot. Oh, my yeah. God. I almost died on the Tomorrowland Speedway because all the fumes. Because I had eaten at Whispering Canyon. I had eaten a huge <laughs> meal. They gave me the bucket of soda because I kept asking for refills. I tried to drink a gallon of soda. Then went to the Magic Kingdom for extra magic hours. Ended up leaving the Magic Kingdom in a wheelchair the night before our first podcast cruise. I was so nervous. Oh, that was one of the scariest nights of my life. And I saw Lou Mangiello as Pam was pushing me through the Wilderness Lodge back to our car, which was oh part of like, He's like, Mike? He's like, what happened to you? I'm like, what's up, Lou? I got to go. <laughs> Talk to you some other time. <laughs> anyway, so... I mean, okay, with Steakhouse 71 or Hoop-de-Doo, that's kind of a tough call because they're totally, totally different things. It is. And I was just thinking, you know, what to even recommend in this space. And I think I'm going to say, because based on what you've told us, that you've always wanted to see Hoop-de-Doo and it's back. And it is the night before you're getting on the cruise. So I'm guessing you maybe don't have tickets that day. I don't know. Probably. Probably but not. I, I would I say they're probably yeah, just, just doing the hotel, I would guess. Right. Yeah. So this would be the perfect time to focus on um, a dinner with a show because that's what Hoopty Doo is. And that's kind of where I'm leaning. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, I would say, too. I mean, that's kind of a celebration. It's all you can eat. You're going to be able to just go over there. And again, you can explore Fort Wilderness, go over a little bit early, yeah. just kind of get the vibe of the place. I will tell you, uh, Scott is this week. He's in Nashville for business. He might have found the perfect cowboy hat for this cruise. Because again, we're going to be over the Fourth of July. He found the perfect America cowboy hat. If he does not come home with this thing, I'm going to be so disappointed. Because I said that has to come on the cruise. It has to. Anyway, back to Jessica. Jessica's like, Mike, shut up about all these other stories. Just answer my question. <laughs> 
I would forego. Serious questions. Uh, Choices must be made. I I would forego Steakhouse 71, even though your kid enjoys steak. Here's the deal. We're going to be on a cruise ship for four nights after this. Your kid can probably get steak the next four nights on the cruise, and it's included in the price. 100%. (laughs) I'm practical. Get two steaks on the wish. I don't care. And get ribs up at the rib place. That's right. You can order steak and then follow it up with a steak. And then for dessert, maybe you want a steak. steak. Exactly. You can do that. (laughs) Yeah. Mason can do whatever he wants, man. He can just eat it up, man. He can just have protein (laughs) overload. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, whatever. It'll be fine. Yeah, I would totally just, uh, yeah, let them have steak on the cruise and have the fried chicken and the strawberry shortcake and, you know, all the fixings and the show. Show's fun. It's hokey. And it'll get you ready for us. You know what I'm saying? Like a little, little pre-show for the cruise. There's not, yeah, there's not anything much more hokey. No, not, not a whole lot. Okay, and uh, let's see here. Carla had an email that came in one day ago, and she says, I love this, did you hold Josh... Tomorrow, hostage for some of the D23 announcements. That's the title of the email. It says, happily ever after coming back, run Disney returning to Disneyland, DCL going to Australia. Is right. it possible you held Josh Tomorrow hostage to ensure all these great things you've been talking about? Right. If so, excellent job. Tip my hat to you guys. How about Maybe that? we just bribed him. I mean, did we have a taser? I mean, did we? Uh, how, Maybe how did we, we used a Harry Potter spell. <laughs> well, I didn't because I don't know how that works. <laughs> I know. We always say all we have to do is talk about something. And then, boom, the next week an announcement comes out. And literally, we have no inside information. Yeah. Like, there, it's everything we say is either our opinion or something we heard about, read about, or whatever. We have no insider information. Yes, and I've already been corresponding with Nicola. She's one of our uh, Australian listeners who's been a listener of the podcast forever. And she had the question about that rumor of DCL going to Australia. I know, right? So I was like, thank you. You made us look so dang smart for that question. We didn't talk about it, but you asked a question that everybody's tying us with that. You made us look really good. So I yes, know. I've emailed her. 100%. <laughs> it was, that was shocking to me, really and truly. So um, I'm glad. And it, you know what? They have, I mean, not it, it's not a whole season worth of sailings, but they definitely have some really interesting sailings that are going to be coming up. Yeah. That. We'll talk about that on Friday because it's, it's there's there's kind of a something they've done in the past that's similar to what they're doing in Australia. It's kind mm-hmm. of a market thing. We'll talk about that on Friday. Okay. So uh, here's a question from Jennifer real quick in the live chat. She says a couple of special events questions. How far in advance can you book candlelight processional? And what about tours? Tours are 60 still, right? Tours are 60 still. What happens with the candlelight processional dining packages is that Disney releases them and gives a date and it goes, it should should be around that 60 day mark but you know we don't we really don't know if they'll be ready at 60 days or if they'll be ready before then and whatever so just keep looking for an announcement probably since we talked about it yeah it'll be announced within the next seven to ten days or before the show airs between the little window between we record and we publish which is you know a short period of time for the wednesday show Exactly. But yeah, it is something that um, is not released on a schedule. And dang, wouldn't we all like Disney to follow their own schedule a little more than they do? I mean, you know. For real. I mean, that's my... (laughs) 
that, as a teacher, that was my whole like philosophy in life. Like, okay, here's the expectation. You meet the yes. expectation. We all live happily ever after. And we're going to talk right. about happily ever after Friday, by the way. But, and that's good news. I'm very happy about that. But, I mean, it's like, yeah, exactly. If you're going to have a rule, follow it. You know, like every time. Like, no exceptions. Anyway. Right? Yeah, totally. But there are many exceptions. Oh, my God. So many. It's like the uh, English slash American language. Yeah. You gotta put, <laughs> it's like, full of exceptions. Exactly. Let's make it fancy and just put an E at the end of this word. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. Stop it. Stop it. I before E, except after yeah, C. Yeah, stop it. Uh, Alfred, like my it. good buddy up in New York, <laughs> says, if you were to choose to go on a cruise, which ship would you say is the best and why? Now, here's what I'm liking about this whole thing. Okay, now here's the thing. I haven't sailed the Wish. You have. So you have better perspective on this. But I'm getting feelings because I have a lot of guests now who have been on the Wish. And thank you to everybody who books with me because when they get back, I a lot of my guests will email, you know, because we send a welcome home letter when you get back. I know it's rough, but we try to help you adjust back to reality. Like, <laughs> welcome home. Like, uh <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, we, welcome home. Guess what? You can go on another trip. Let's do it. Um, yes. <laughs> but people, lots of times, will send me a couple pictures from the trip, give me a highlight or two of what happened, you know, a memory they made, something that, you know, maybe they wish would have been different. But it's always, you know, it's always great for me as a travel agent and more importantly as a Disney fan to get feedback on these experiences, especially new things like new cruise ships, new rides, new hotels, whatever it is. And the thing is, the Disney wish is it's an outlier and it's different than the other four ships from what I'm seeing yes. and from what you've said. And here's the thing. It's not going to be everybody's favorite ship. I don't think, but here's, I think that's great because the thing is if you had carbon copies of every ship, okay, the magic and the wonder, they're carbon copies of each other. Basically the dream and the fantasy carbon copies of each other, basically, you know, a little bit different. They have different themes and different bars mm -hmm. and stuff like that restaurants. But here's the thing. For the most part, those four ships are very, very similar. Just the dream and fantasy are larger than the magic and the wonder. You know, yeah, there's a lot. There's exceptions there, but kind of. The wish is a different beast, I think. And the treasure is going to be a different beast. And I think that's great for cruise ships because once you get to sail three, four, five times, you want to have like on the menu... You want to have variety. Like you want to be able to say, well, this time I might want to do this where the bars are scattered throughout the ship, you know, or, you know, I want to might do this where I have, you know, uh, shows happening in the dining rooms rather than just static meals. It, but I mean, they're all good, but it's mm -hmm. just different strokes for different folks. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. You don't want to have everything the same, especially with cruise ships. I like that they're going to make outliers and everything is going to be way different so i don't know if there's a best for anybody right now i'm excited for the wish because it's so going to be so different for me but i'm withholding mm -hmm. judgment because i really do love the fantasy i don't know what pam what do you think so it's so funny um because i think that there are so many different opinions i we get poor guests who are confused that are like I talked to this person and they didn't like this about the wish, but then I talked to this person and they love the wish. Like what's right. And I'm thinking to myself, there is no right or wrong answer. I will tell you hundred percent. The wish is my favorite ship. It just is. And I've sailed on them all. Um, and I've sailed on, you know, ships for other cruise lines as well. I really appreciated so much of what the wish has to offer. Is it, going to be your favorite? I don't know. I don't know that it will. And I don't know that it will be our listeners' favorite. But the only way that you will know how you feel about different things is to go and experience it yourself. And I'll encourage you too, to, um, 
really go in with an open mind. I think if you have read negative things that people don't like about the wish and you go in with that, it just is as a person, it's harder for any of us to pretend like we didn't hear that. Right. I agree. I agree. Um, and that, and it see, just and that, is. is a Disney fan. This is where I think just who you are really can affect your, your experience. And I mean, you guys have been with me, you know, and you've been with Pam, you've been with Ricky and Scott's been with us here for the past year or so is that you kind of, you know, we're in your ear a lot. I just know how podcasts are. Like you become, you feel like we're friends. We're all friends here because I listen to right. a lot of podcasts and I feel like I know these people that I've never met that I listen to every morning on the treadmill. And the thing is in life, I'm very optimistic about things, you know, and I want to find the best in people and the best in experiences in the wish. Yeah. I've heard bad things. You know, the thing is like, I was shocked, but you know, me, right. The runner who it's killing me right now. Cause I can't run. I haven't run like in four days. Cause my knee is just destroyed right now. I can't really walk, but, uh, like I heard, Oh my God, the, the track on this ship doesn't go all the way around. I almost fell out when I heard that. Like, I'm like, sink that ship. <laughs> what? You know, I was so mad. And then I'm like, there's a treadmill. Like, dude, it's okay. Like, you know what? Or what if I don't have to run 10 miles for four days when I'm on that cruise? You know, what if, what if I take a break? You know, like, you know, step back. Everything doesn't have to be as it's always been. And so yeah. I want to go in and I want to try everything anew. Yeah, that's, that's hard for me because I do the same thing every day. I'm very, very structured in what I do. And I like to have expectations, but you know what? The wish is going to be different. And I, I'm excited for that. I, yeah, I agree. And that's not to say like, I, it's not to say that I don't think that people should have uh, an opinion different than mine. I absolutely respect what um, people have gone in. I'll just encourage everyone at the point in time where you're booked on something and you're going to be traveling on that ship, go into it with the mind that you're going to have the best time ever, regardless of what happens. I have rarely been on a vacation that we didn't enjoy anyways. And sometimes it was us laughing hysterically to ourselves as we sit in a really crappy hotel because we just, it is like unfathomable the things that have gone wrong or whatnot. Right. And this is, wasn't a Disney vacation, but like we've had different vacations where we've went on them, had these expectations. <laughs> you roll in, you have a really bad experience. You go have a meal. It's getting worse. Um, you interact with their staff. It couldn't get more funny at that point. Right. You feel like you're being punked, but we have those and those are memories. They really truly are. And as much as we would like, everything to be wonderfully fantastic and exactly the way we would like to have it every time we go. It's not possible no matter where we're going. And I, you know, what we can do though, as travel agents is when you tell us what's important to you, we can help guide you yeah. in what we think will work the best for you. But I'm telling you, we don't, we have no money back <laughs> guarantee on our ability to steer you in the right way because there's all those unforeseen things, but we will do our best to help make sure that you have a fantastic vacation. Yes. When you get Mike Roman as your travel agent, it's uh, it's captain Stubing here in the office. And I try to guide you, sort of sail you right towards the right ship and right itinerary uh this is your captain speaking uh we are gonna go with uh the disney wish on a uh, four night bahamian cruise in february <laughs> you know exactly. something like that no it's uh that's our job but it's it is different it's and, and the thing is everybody in the live chat you know giving good reasons all of a sudden i'm seeing with jessica's comment i don't know if it's true or not but it's reminding me of a 
DCL commercial from about 15 years ago, My Little Souvenir. Anybody know about that one? Uh, I don't know if that's 100%. the case. But that was one of the greatest commercials ever. <laughs> it was. Oh, my God. That one cracks me. I used to play that on Magical Mouse Radio just to amuse myself. Every time it came on, I would crack up. Um, but, you know, people are saying, you know, it's about the memories you make. And I promise you, because we're going to have, we have a gigantic group going on the Wish in July. We have a big, the biggest group on our podcast cruise ever. We are going to have so much. I promise you. We are going to, there is a, there is a cantina on this ship. There is a place that has barbecue on this ship. It, there's no way we are not going to have the bomb time. I mean, the, the entire time we're on that ship, it's in, we could be in a rowboat and we're going to have a good time. But that ship is just unreal. We are going to have so much fun. I mean, it's going to be hard for me to say it's not our favorite ship because it's going to be so much fun being there with the people we're going to be with. I can't. I think that's it. I mean, that's the thing that when... And for everyone who is sailing with us on that cruise, you get the X factor, really. And that is the factor that you're sailing with people who will quickly become friends. Um, and that makes everything better. So absolutely consider that in that space. But yeah, you know, each ship, each of the Disney ships, every ship that I've ever been on has some good points and some things I would change. Um, but I think that there's fun to be had on all of them. Oh man, so much. I mean, you gotta be careful. We have had so. That's a crazy thing about our podcast cruises. Like, people have made such strong relationships. I mean, like, Scott and I met on a podcast cruise. Like, we're best buds. Yeah, that's it? right. I mean, that's we've right. had people meet that have gotten married and have kids. I mean, just saying, mm -hmm. if you're going on these podcast cruises, beware. I mean, your best friend, maybe you might not even know him yet, but come next July, that could be who you meet. So, it, it, it's so cool, though, because it is so, because you're just so relaxed and you get to have so much fun. There's just, you don't have a care in the world. You just get to be, Talk Disney, talk about, you know, if you're sports fans, talk about where you're from. You get to connect. You get to make those connections. And it's uh, the kid, the kid, we have a ton of kids on this cruise. We have so many families. I'm super excited for that because these kids are going to be like, you know, because <laughs> they, they like, you know, match up better, faster than the adults. For oh, sure. Man, that's going to be cool. And, you know, back in the day, you had to like write pen pal letters back, you know, old as dirt, right? <laughs> yes. You had to write them like on cave walls. Now you can just connect, you know, through social media. <laughs> like, I will write you and you'll never see that person ever again. You know, now it's like, oh, I'm texting 17 times before you ever get to the plane. Uh, Stephanie's got a question back to the uh, back to the inbox. Pre-Thanksgiving meal question. Dear Mike and the fabulous BOGP crew. So I'm not fabulous. Everybody else is, but I'm just Mike. Uh, we'll be heading down to Walt Disney World in November to visit our cast member daughter. We want to take her and her boyfriend to an early Thanksgiving meal. And I'm thinking we'll try to get Hoop-dee-doo for something new for all of us. The show today brought to you by the Hoop Dee Doo Review Hoop -de -doo. at Pioneer Hall. Anyway, <laughs> sure. I noticed they don't have show times on Monday and Tuesday, which I'm assuming means the show is dark those days. I want to get a couple of reservations on different days as backups in case our daughter ends up having to work. If I can't get a second Hoop Dee Doo, where else would you suggest we go for a fun pre-Thanksgiving meal? I'm also running on the assumption that as cast members, they may be blocked from the Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios during that time. Thanks for your advice. Stephanie's up in Boise, Idaho, home of the blue turf. Okay, uh, if you watch college football, you know. Okay, so let's wipe out Magic Kingdom because that is probably a block time for cast members. Also the studios, that's probably a good assumption. Where'd you go though for a back? Because I think it is probably dark Mondays and Tuesdays. We're just trying to get back to full time. Right. And I think, so I think I'd be looking at one of the resorts really and truly. I mean, um, you know, as cast members, they may not want to be in the parks. 
you know, during I agree. That time. I agree. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. They might just want a little bit of a break. It's like, seriously, I mean, like if, you know, on my day off, like Pam's like, Hey man, you want to plan like something? I'm like, no, stop. <laughs> right. As you know, I am my own worst travel agent. My family begs me to make a dining reservation. And I'm like, yeah, if you want something, you better you better start making That's them. That's why because... Scott's my trade. Scott's always like, where do you want to eat? I'm like, dude, I don't care. Just book something. I could care. <laughs> so start looking at some of the resorts. And pretty much all of the deluxe resorts are going to have um, a restaurant that you want to visit and some of the moderates do as well um topolino's is a, you know a favorite of many i think it's a great choice it's a really good restaurant um i also think though that you could you know visit something like a yachtsman or um even a flying fish if you're looking for a fancier meal and really have a great experience at those as well I'm also going to always put in a good word for ale and compass because I think they're just a solid meal. And that lemon chicken is so, so oh, good. Um, it's just really, really good. So, and everyone I tell this to, I'm like, get the lemon chicken. And they're like, really, lemon chicken? I'm like, no, no, I'm serious. Get the lemon chicken. And I hear from people again and again, I got the lemon chicken. It was so good. <laughs> I'm like, see. But I would look, um, you know, at something out at one of the resorts. There's so many great choices. Of course, then you also have Disney Springs, which is um, a great location and so many great places to choose there, too, from Homecoming to the Boathouse to Morimoto's, if you're interested in that. I would look for something, you know, probably outside of the thanksgiving food, because I think that there's just a, a lot of other choices that'll be just as fun. And I know I'm broken record on this, but I would think if you're going to be down there with your daughter and her boyfriend and you're trying to like catch up and just relax and have a great pre-Thanksgiving meal. And I've said this so many times, but Olivia's get a table on that outdoor patio that time of year, the weather's going to rock. And I mean, it's just, we've had so many meals there, like on race weekends and other vacations with your family, with Scott's family, with other friends. It just feels like you're sitting with your family and your friends if you like we have a deck on our house you know like we were at home on our deck and we just kind of grilled something up you know some chicken and some potatoes or a good burger or what have you i mean they have great great food they have comfort food and so you're kind of getting that thanksgiving vibe you can get some green beans some mashed yeah. potatoes some buttermilk chicken with white gravy on top that's my jam but i mean they have you know fish Whatever you're looking for, but I, I just like the vibe of the place. You can just kind of sit, especially if you get that patio seating, and if you ask for it, you can usually get it. It's, I think that'd be a great place to kind of catch up and just kind of get out of the, they get you way away from the hustle and bustle of Walt Disney World in, no, you know, late November. Yeah, that's a great idea. But save me an ADR, so I'm just saying. Okay, <laughs> Kara's got a question here. Hey, BOGP crew, I've participated in several past race weekends, but Marathon Weekend 2023 is the first time it'll uh i'll have non-runners with me so i'd like to meet up at the finish line on marathon sunday with them we'll be staying at port Orleans french quarter and won't have a car i'll be towards the back of the pack of finishers will my family be able to take a run disney bus around 10 a.m that is dropping off finishers at the resort back to the finish line or is there another option for them to take an epcot bus and then work their way through the parking lots to the finish line thanks for your advice Kara, she is from the Mitten, she says, up in Michigan. 
So I think if you're shooting to get to the finish line at 10, you could probably take an Epcot Park bus from French Quarter because it's going to be a quick hop because you're right there across the basically across the drive there. And you could probably, if you get on one of the first Epcot Park buses, you could probably be fine to do that. I would do, that'd probably be simple. You could also probably catch one of the race buses that's going back when it drops off runners. I, I would say you could probably do either, but I would say it'd be simpler to catch the park bus, especially at French Quarter. There's only one bus stop. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it may take a little longer to get there because of just the whole road closure situation. So plan on being there a little earlier, but thankfully, you know, you do not have to go into Epcot to see the finish of that race. It's actually outside of Epcot. So um, when they drop you over there, then you can sort of make your way to where the finish line will be. Yeah. And plus I'll tell you what, the, the park bus is going to smell a whole lot better than that, <laughs> that motor coach that's bringing the runners back, man. That thing is going to reek, especially on marathon Sunday. That thing has all kinds of funky smells. I'm just telling you, those bodies that are on that bus are doing all kinds of weird things after 26 miles, and they those poor people, and I'll be one of them. I'll be going back to pop. But I'm just telling you what, man, speaking of pop, bodies will be popping and all kinds of stuff. So you just, yeah, avoid those buses if you're not a runner. You want to get on the other bus. I'm just telling you. Yeah, take the other bus. Thanks for the question, Kara. Okay, we have a question here from Spencer. I just missed it here in the uh, live chat. He says, I need uh, some good 70th birthday ideas. Got shirts, got a horse-drawn carriage for the birthday girl and husband. Dining is all set. Want one more cool idea. 70th birthday. I like the horse-drawn carriage. Gee, that's, a, that's a great call. What I else, agree. Pam? Be smart. You're creative. What are we doing here? We're doing matching shirts. No, do they, they already have shirts. They got the oh. shirts. No, they got the shirts. What? I missed the shirts. Have. Okay. Shirts, the carriage, dining. Um, what else are we doing? What about um, the, the photo shoot thing? Yes, I think that's a great a thing. Cool memory maker at least, right? Yeah. And if you get memory maker, then go ahead and do the photo shoot because then that's going to give you, you know, enough photos that you can put together um, a great book after you're done, Spencer. Take all those photos that came with the memory maker and do um, one of those photo books from one of those online companies. They actually make it so easy now. And I love to give those as gifts. Rock on. Thanks Spencer. Sorry. I missed that earlier, buddy. And uh, do a couple other suggestions from our awesome listeners here in the live chat. Diane, who's always in here with us. We appreciate her. She says a dessert party. That's never the wrong answer. Desserts no, and fireworks. Yes. <laughs> Boom. And then Len, we're glad to have Len back. And because uh, he's uh, he's been busy, but he's back today from Maryland. He says possibly Cirque. Yes. Oh, yeah. That'd be a treat. Great things about that show, right, Mike? Uh, oh, dude, that show was great. Those ladies on those unicycles. I mean, like like a school of fish. It was crazy. Like, I couldn't believe they were on unicycles. Like, they were so in unison. I was like, wait, are they really on unicycle? They are. Like, is this for real? Because they were so precise. <laughs> because, I mean, you know, like, just the law of averages, somebody's going to slip. Like, because they're on those things for like 10 minutes. That act was long. I couldn't believe how good they were. Like, Cirque du Soleil, the, the precision in that show is unreal. It really is. And the athleticism yeah, that's what I said, the and athleticism. the creativity. Yeah. Those people are yeah. ripped. I mean, those I, you're talking... Yes. Because, I mean, like, Mallory's a cheerleader, and we go to these all-star cheer competitions, and those people that are, like, level six, level seven, the world teams, like, they are incredible athletes. Like, the tumbling runs they do. But, I mean, these Cirque athletes, 
they're like on a whole nother level the stuff they do i'm like and they just do it like over and over like they're shooting themselves on seesaws like 30 feet in the air i'm like the guy's gonna get stuck in the ceiling i mean dude making me a nervous wreck the whole show like i feel like i'm their mom like stop somebody's gonna get hurt you need to think about what you're doing okay last question from vero mike here here we go we're going to epcot on the 40th anniversary is that this year? Oh, yeah, it is. October 1st. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I love Dr. Kai. He posted a thing the other day on Twitter, and I cracked up. It was like a little meme or GIF or whatever. And it said, like, it was like, is this going to be just a me party? Like, he's worried he's going to be the only one there for the 40th anniversary. Because Dr. Kai and Ella are the biggest Epcot fans ever. There's nobody even at the Disney company that are bigger fans of Epcot than Dr. Kai and Ella. And they're going to be there doing it right. And please, Disney, do them. Do them a solid. Give them something. Right? I know there's I know. a big mess in the middle of future world. Do it for Dr. Kai and Ella. Have something. I mean, you know, land Mickey on top of Spaceship Earth for the love of God or something. Let's do something, something. for Something. Something. Like, just illuminations for one night. Please. Come on. Is that all we can do? No. That'd be awesome. <laughs> okay. Back to Vero Mike. Uh, we're thinking about lunch at San Angel. What sit-down restaurant would you do to celebrate? I do love San Angel Inn. I, I, the thing is, I never know what I'm eating because it's so dang dark in there. I like any kind of Mexican, though, so I don't care, really, to be honest. I just love the vibe of the place, especially now that I've been to Blue Bayou because um, it's kind of like the Blue Bayou. But, uh, yeah, I do love San Angel, but I'll throw that out. <sighs> beer Garden. Dinner and a show. Oh, Dinner and I love Beer Garden. I would do Beer Garden. What would you do? You know what? I think I would do Viennapoli. I've been craving Viennapoli lately. Like I've thought about it. We didn't go like the past couple of times that we've gone. And I was thinking to myself, gosh, I could really go for a good Viennapoli pizza along with that, that and like the salad that they make. And it's just sort of a regular salad, but it all just is so good. (laughs) It goes together. All right, there you go. So you can either have a deep beer garden or next door you can go over to Italy and get some pizza. Lots of sausages or pizza. So there you go. All right, well, that's going to do it for today. If you have a question for the show, get it in the inbox right now or whenever, just before next week. Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com gets it on the show, so we'll be looking for that. Don't forget, our shows always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. The agents are standing by right now to take care of you. If you want to sail with Disney Cruise Line, and we're going to be talking about some pretty amazing sailings on Friday, but we've got great ships right now, the here and now. You can sail the fantasy, the dream, the magic, the wonder, the wish. Right now, the treasure soon. But uh, we're going to take care of you with Disney Cruise Line and get you a great onboard credit to get you started there, to buy those first few margaritas or whatever you want. You want to do some shopping down in the shopping district? Boom, get some souvenirs on us. You know, you want to just do not use it for tips. I will find you. No gratuities with the onboard credits. You can, just don't tell me. But we're going to help you out. Also, Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Adventures by Disney. We want to take care of you and give you great service, no cost to you. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. One extra click really helps us out. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the show. 
You guys let us put the show out three to four times a week all around the world, even down to Australia. It's amazing. We hit all corners of the world. It's because of your Patreon support. Our Patreons, our Patreons, our patrons, that's who you are, also get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to get in on that, we'd love to have you. Come on over to patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give Pam a follow. She's at TMFLT Pam on the social media. I'm at be our guest Mike. We'd love to talk to you this week. And of course, this Sunday, you, me, and Scotty G, it's your chance to be on the show. Be a part. Give us a call. We take your calls live for an hour Sunday nights, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. We open up the phones and have a good time discussing all things Disney. So join us for that on Facebook and YouTube Sunday night. All right, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back again on Friday. Ricky's going to join us. We're going to recap not everything, but we're going to get some, uh, some opinions, some discussion going about all the D23 Parks Panel announcements and see what's in what's in store for Disney fans like us. That's what we are, and we're excited for the future. So join us for that. So until then, for Pam, I'm Mike. Wish you a great Wednesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.